listening to Around Comics. Chicago and Milwaukee and all over the world, you're listening to Around Comics. You're watching Around Comics. Election night special. 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 Take your mind off of the stupidity of the world. (laughs) Do something else. Do something else with us. Listen to three middle-aged white guys fret about the future of democracy. Uh, (laughs) We're fucked one way or another. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) <laughs> Listen, man, I figure I got, if I'm lucky, I got like 30 years left on the planet. I can get through anything. I can get anything for 30 years. You know, if you're younger, fuck. You're fine. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, but, yeah. you know. I came prepared, though. I'm ready to go tonight. Oh, yeah. You had a lot of drinks there, I think, you know? Yeah. I am, yes. <laughs> uh, so... Started started a little earlier than usual. <laughs> Tom's already yeah, ready to go, huh? Ready, yeah. Ready so to... what about? Uh, well, you're from Green Bay, so that means what, like six oh. thirty in the morning? No, I mean yeah, early for a normal person, human being. Like, I'm like, yeah, like, not with not Wisconsin. There is no such thing as starting early in Wisconsin. It's just. I think I told you that whenever I moved here, it's, you know, I drink a lot. And when I moved here, it kind of scared me <laughs> because everyone here drinks way more than I do, which is frightening. And I learned the saying, you can't, you, you can't drink all day if you don't start early. Yeah. You have to start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told I mean, my wife, if I didn't have kids, I would have started drinking way earlier yeah like, yeah like in the morning you have children thank you yeah. <laughs> the only thing right. me from getting i haven't gotten all right drunk by two so so tonight tonight is a distraction i know that we all have mm-hmm. the ipads or whatever off to the side to see what's going on in pennsylvania which we'll try not to talk about but um spoilers spoilers um yeah yeah ford is not looking great um but let's uh, let's jump in. Let's talk about some comics. Let's uh, distract each other from uh, world events. Um, I can actually start off um, by thanking Sal because oh. I finished season one of Counterpart, and it's it, it was made just for me. I, I, I yes, absolutely. When I watched, I mean, I really enjoyed that show. But watching it, I'm like, oh, Chris has to watch this. everything about this show. This I don't know that it could have been made any more for you. Like, it, it, oh, perfect. It's alternate reality, espionage, lots of British people. And yeah, it was, uh, yeah. And, 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 and J.K. Simmons. You get two female leads. On yeah. The show, you know? Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. And, and J.K. Simmons continues to own every scene that he has ever been in because he is that awesome. You know, the thing I was so impressed with him 
watching that show was the absolute believability you had of him being both of those characters. Yeah. There was a lot of like subtle things that he would do. I noticed. I know uh, bo- body position and body like walking. his shoulders. When and, he would yeah. walk, when he would walk as the badass guy, he would walk with his hands sort of like this, and he would yeah. walk almost like this, like a bigger. He would just sort of make himself larger, yeah. and and, yeah. I, and just like things like that. He's like, man, he's so good. He's and then he would be yeah. this sort of nebbishy, a little more you know introverted kind of other character. It's almost like his face drooped more. Yeah, he, he's you know, yeah, actor. Yeah, he is. J.K. Simmons is he is the uh, the dog's bollocks, as they would say. He was in uh he was in Palm Springs, the Hulu movie with Andy Samberg. He's good in that too. I was like, what did I just see with J.K. Simmons? Where he was good. That movie's great. It's hilarious. Okay, it is very. Okay. It's very funny. It's very. It's a really. Like good sci-fi comedy, which uh, there mm-hmm. aren't many of those. Yeah, no. that one does a good job of it, and, and it's it's kind of Groundhog Day, but uh, it's only ninety minutes, which I really respect. That like <laughs> get it over with. Just like this is, it was good. It was like we don't need to go for two hours. It's not the first. The first, <laughs> mo- the first movie I really remember loving him in and it's not that old but um the lady killers it was the remake with tom hanks and it was he was the the character with irritable bell syndrome and his girlfriend was mountain girl do you did you did you see the remake of late of the lady killers i did but i don't remember it he's so good in it and he's i remember it from oz yeah that's you know and and he was the, the the psychotic nazi skinhead leader of the you know and he was a terrifying character in that show yeah but then like he turns around and he does like hilarious comedy silly comedy stuff yeah and he's just as good at that like he's yeah he's I'll and then him. i mean whiplash is probably when it's all over you know that may be the movie that or the role that people look at and say that that was that when was his role over. When he's dead. When he's dead. When he's dead. It's yeah, a whiplash. He was. When it's I, mean, all. I mean, that's the one that, I mean, that, that he just owned every scene. Now, um, Sal, question for you because I didn't watch Oz when it was coming out. I didn't have HBO at that time. Yeah. Um, I went back and tried to watch some of it, and I didn't feel like it really aged very well. Because now I I went back to try and watch it again. I loved. I watched it as it was coming out originally, yeah. and I loved it. And I went back to try and watch it again, and it does not hold up. It's just, um, yeah, it, it it does not age well. It doesn't hold up very well. I mean, I okay. think there are parts of it, but I think it was such a sort of groundbreaking show yeah. at the time. And mm-hmm. now you've had so many good television shows come out after it. Was, just, was that kind of one of the first like like serious HBO series where they were trying to kind of like push the bounds of what you could do in, in serialized the, fiction. Uh, first one with full, you know, dick they showed. <laughs> so I don't know how serious it was, yeah, yeah. but there was definitely, there was penis. Dick. There was okay. a, lot of, a lot of penis in it. Um, no, it was, yeah, it was absolutely like, it was, it was a sort of revolutionary time. I think, I think it, it, it was HBO's, you know, one of their first forays in original you know, 
weekly programming of a show. And it went on for quite a few years. And a lot of, you know, I think a lot of different actors kind of got yeah. their start there. But Kind of a, a forerunner to what The Sopranos would become as far yeah. as, like, yeah. you know, HBO being on, like, the, the, the Emmy stage. Well, I think they kind of overlapped a little bit. I think by, like, the fourth season of... Mm-hmm. Oz is like maybe when the Sopranos started coming out. I don't remember. Okay, that sounds about right. Okay, which I I cannot now. Now I have never finished watching the Sopranos. I I watched whatever six seasons of it, seven seasons, seven like seven and a half or however many seasons it is. I I never finished the last season of it because I just got tired of that show and it it got kind of silly. Yeah, there's a there's a stand up comedian I can't remember his name and. He has gone on rants about how hilarious and bad The Sopranos is. It's just how bad of a television show it really is. And I went back okay. and watched it again, and it's fucking awful. He's right. It's. <laughs> I know it is like revered and beloved, and, mm-hmm. and James Gandolfini's great, but it is kind of terrible if you sit back and look at it. Like this is a. Like the setup is sort of a sitcom setup. It's like, what if we take a you know a, a mob leader and yeah. go to therapy? Waka waka waka. You know, it's like <laughs> it's kind of it's really a ridiculous. Sort it, of- it, yeah, I I can see yeah, the the little bit of a, a threes company setup there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I can't. I could not get through. You could take the exact same concept and make a sitcom out of it. I'm surprised nobody has. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised that they haven't tried. You know, the gabagool. Fat Italian guys and sit them around eating sausages, you know. Yeah. Hey. Um, the, mo- the mozzarella? <laughs> gabagool. A little gabagool? A little gabagool? <laughs> <laughs> a gabagool? What? A gabagool? gabagool? A bruschette? A little bruschette? Hey, how about a little fucking, you know? Um, speaking of Italians, I was at an Italian Halloween party over the weekend. My friend uh, had an a outdoor Halloween party, and it was mostly just his family and then us. Uh, and I've known him for a long time, but uh, that was an interesting experience of like. That's uh, why you look like a redneck right now? As well, you know. I was, oh, okay. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, the yeah. like set up to a joke, you know, like how do you know you're at an Italian Halloween party? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what the punchline would be. Yeah, we got to come up with a punchline for that. Uh. That was very interesting. Like half of the family sort of was was just sort of having fun and playing games and and you know drinking, and then the other half of the family were like in the corner. Complaining about Governor Pritzker and wearing masks, and I'm like, "Gotta <laughs> go! No one stick around. You get too close to that that side of the <laughs> the yard." <laughs> yeah, it was a strange. Yeah, yeah, that side of the yard might be contagious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's hard to say. Yes, we were now on now on week four of not going into the office. By the way, so very nice. Yeah. Yeah, me. We had a outbreak. Well, we had like two people get it at work, but Ugh. we're up to f- almost uh almost fifty percent. We're all gonna get it. That's <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Right, um, you. other other what? So that's you get warm in there, kid. Yeah, I'm getting a little sweaty. <laughs> so a couple other TV notes uh, before we move on to some comics. Um, 
did you guys watch Mandalorian season two, episode one? Yeah, absolutely. G- greatest TV episode ever, maybe hyperbole. It was good. Really. It was good. I I respect their ability to. Um, I, I give John Favreau credit for like keep it simple, stupid. Like don't. The, he doesn't make things very complicated, right? So he like wrote that episode, and it's pretty much you know like everything I like about Star Wars been done a million times mm-hmm. before. <laughs> But well, done really well. But done like as, but with like just enough interesting twists and sort of like, yeah, like everyone tells the same stories over and over again. You just got to do them well and find like the ways to like make yeah, he, them work. He's just taken westerns. Yeah, I mean, he's just turned it into a space western. That's, I mean, it's not even. I mean, he doesn't even hide it when you when you hire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was never <laughs> hidden because the music, the <laughs> music like, initially is like absolutely, it's, yeah, I mean, it's a Western. Yeah. It's not even a Western. It's a spaghetti Western. It's great. Yeah. It's Sergio Leone. I mean, yeah. but when you hire, uh, what's his name? As, and, and he's the marshal of a town. It's like, well, he's only played the marshal in like everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, like T- Timothy Oliphant. And as soon as the, as soon as the helmet comes off, you're like, uh, oh, yeah, we're, we're, so we're just going all the way in. Both both feet. It's like he, it, the only way you could have made it more of a Western is if he takes off the Boba Fett helmet and puts on a fucking cowboy hat. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love the fact that he, he leaves the helmet off the entire time, though. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, we need to see Timothy Olyphant. I don't want to see him wearing a helmet. Like, yeah. yeah. He, you're, not, you're not paying him to have a helmet on. He's yeah. he is one of my favorite actors, and but pretty much as a sheriff, like yeah. you know Deadwood. Then it was uh, what was the show? Uh, Justified. Justified. I absolutely love Justified. And it's I was uh, there was a uh, now he's and, in Fargo as a sheriff as a as kind of a sheriff. I mean, I mean, he fits the role, and I've I've listened to an interview with him where the interviewer asked him, it's like, you know, do you, do you feel really lucky for the roles that you've had from Deadwood and justified? And, and he threw out a, you know, a couple others. Cause he was what he was the bad guy in what die hard four or something like that. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah. he's like, Oh, you, you mean being cast as a fucking badass all the time? Yeah. It's horrible. Horrible. Yeah. It's awful, yeah. but he's ever, also funny. Have you ever seen pictures of young Timothy Oliphant, like uh, like college or high school age, Timothy Oliphant. Oh, he's got to be like a, a twig. No, no, he was a fucking swimmer at USC. Oh, so oh, not a twig. Here, I'll, I'll uh, yeah. Let's just share this. Uh, yeah, but I mean, even aside from that, like the you have to work with your enemies to defeat a common foe, <laughs> and you. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> He's so grown out. Timothy Oliphant, like, all right, you know, could you hit the genetic lottery? <laughs> he just, like, keeps getting better looking. Like, he, as he gets older, he's just... Oh, yeah. yeah. That 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 dude is going to... When he's 80, he's going to be like, you know, with the People Magazine's sexiest... He's going to be like Connery, which, by yeah. the way, moment of silence... He's like 19 years old here. Oh, look at him. Itchy hair, swimmer. Like, fuck off. How easy is your fucking life, you asshole? Justified is still one of my favorite all-time shows. Yes, I love that show. It's terrific, terrific show. So, what? Speaking of, have you? Um, it's it's a weird. Uh, speaking of of, of actor of actors that do different 
different stuff. I'll look at Jen Santorelli as what you no swimsuit pics. Pictures. Let's see if I can find her some. I think you could. You could, Jen. You could just like Google them. Google that. <laughs> but um, look have up, you guys? Have you guys so Marta and I were looking for a. There's Marta. So Marta and I were looking for kind of like a fun, no drama show for us to enjoy. Have you seen the Unicorn? I have. Uh, I have not watched it. It's weird. I, it's not bad. It's just weird because it's Walton Goggins as a lovable widower with two teenage kids and going back into the dating world. And I'm like, no, man, that's Shane. Um, oh, little Elijah Craig. You know, I figure. Yeah. This is the race is tightening up, so. <laughs> <laughs> Pennsylvania's looking okay right now, though. I know, Ohio, Pennsylvania, like Texas. What? Yeah, Texas, Texas, leaning blue. Um, <sighs> um oh, but, yeah, I had so not- Walton Goggins in like a, a comedy. Weird. Well, he did great in Righteous Gemstones. Righteous Gemstones, Vice Principals. Did you? Yeah, know yeah. That? Oh my God, he's hilarious. His character yeah. in Righteous Gemstones is maybe my favorite. Fictional character, baby Billy. He's <laughs> baby so <Billy>. just <laughs> perfect. He's just yeah, white hair and yeah. Oh, it's just so... I literally, I think I literally have relatives in Arkansas and Texas. <laughs> Look that, that who are, are him? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's just got like the tan, <laughs> like the super white teeth. Just yeah. like... <laughs> the I uh, white teeth. Yeah, he's did awesome. You, did you guys ever watch? Um, uh, what was the motorcycle gang show? Uh, oh, uh, Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. He was in that occasionally as a transsexual prostitute. Hi, Georgie. And it's he. It's a reoccurring character, and he keeps coming back. And like, I guess he was sort of kept fighting for the role, like for the character to come. <laughs> <laughs> It's very odd. It's very strange. He's but, done an amazing job of not being typecast. Yes. Yeah. I mean, seriously. It's no. I. 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 I mean, he was amazing in, in Justified. You know, oh. as well. Those two playing off each other. Get him on Mandalorian. Just get everyone. Just get, have him, get everybody cool on the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Which will and um, uh, are you guys watching Star Trek Discovery? This will wrap up kind of our TV no. intro here. Nope. Have, have you watched Star Trek Discovery from no. the beginning? Any of it? No. I don't even it know. is <laughs> rapidly becoming my what favorite. Is Star yeah. What? Yeah. You mean Star Wars? What is, <laughs> oh yeah. Is that a Star Wars spinoff? <laughs> you fucking elitist bastards! No, John it's Brandon. um, it's it's rapidly becoming my favorite Star Trek series ever. That's I think we talked about it briefly. It's embraced the the season long story arc, and uh, this third season that uh, that just started is outstanding. Has anyone have you, have you watched? Um, this is nothing geeky. Well, I guess it's kind of geeky, but I watched the the Queen's Gambit. On uh, Netflix, it's a Netflix oh, show. I want to start that. I want to start that. I have to shut the door. So hold on. I mean, I, I'm. Chris is going like to talk show. about him. <laughs> <laughs> He's not here. I, 
I like to pretend that I like chess by watching movies and TV shows about chess players, you know, like, you know, yeah. for Bobby Fischer and, and that kind of thing, you know, is always a, kind of a really interesting thing. When this, so this is a show about a, mm -hmm. a female chess player, uh, but it's a really interesting show. And Does it get into the chess a lot? It does. Um, it, it does, but it, and it tries to do so in a historical way because it sort of is, starts in the 1950s, goes to the 60s and 70s. And so it's very much around the time of like when Bobby Fischer and, and um, the Russian, I can't think of the Russian's name. Uh, uh, shit, what's his name? Spassky? 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 Something like that. Um, those guys were really, you know, uh, dominating the chess world. Um, mm -hmm. And so it kind of tries to fit in there, uh, although it's fictional. There, um she didn't really exist, but it's done really well. It's like, oh, I did. I, I, I kind of felt it. You know, after watching it for a while, I'm like, is this a real person? Was she a real mm -hmm. chess champion? And and no, she wasn't. It's a fictional person, but um, it's kind so, of like that Mrs. Maisel thing. It's like, was yeah, she a real comedian? Yeah. You know, yeah. But it's really good. The actress is fantastic, and and uh, it's it's very uh, fun. I mean, she she's she's a very imperfect character. She is a uh, she is orphaned at a young age. She grows up in a orphanage. She becomes addicted to tranquilizers. And then that addiction sort of sticks with her pretty much all of her life. And she uses it sort of, you know, she thinks she needs it to play chess well, and it does help her play chess well in some way. Yeah. Um, but she's also incredibly gifted as a chess player. Uh, so it's really interesting of, of her sort of battling with that battling with, you know her parents, which is a her. A, she gets adopted, and she has these adoptive parents. It's a very good situation, and then sort of battling with the, uh, um, you know, the 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 gender, uh, you know, politics of of being a female, you know, chess player in a very male dominated world. Yeah, um, very because, male. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't in a very. I mean, it's not incredibly heavy handed. It's mm -hmm. not beating you over there, but it's. I mean, you know, it's just the idea of like. You know, when she first shows up for a tournament, she's nobody knows who she is, and and so they want to put her with the amateurs, and she's like, no, put me. I want to, you know, I'm I'm here to win, win, and I want to be with you know the the high level players, and they're like, no, you, no women even play in that, you know. So it's it's touched on a bit, but not not you know terribly much. But a lot of it is just her dealing with sort of like her own demons and that kind of thing. It's really good. I, I cool. I, uh, I really when, enjoyed it. Uh, when you were describing that scene, I suddenly started imagining the exact same scene, except like replace chess with like Dungeons and Dragons. Like she shows up to a big tournament. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's really, you have a bunch of nerd chess nerds, yeah. and they're all looking at her. Oh, no women play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, They'll yeah. play with the children. Right. Insert <laughs> any kind of nerd thing. Yeah. That, anything. Com you know, comic book stores. Uh, yeah, video games. No woman has read any extended universe novels. Yeah. <laughs> Go over there and watch your original trilogy. <laughs> but it was, it, it was a really good show. I, it was, I, was, I, I was looking for something to watch, and I kind of got uh, hooked on that. And I, and I still can't say enough about, um, although the last episode is incredibly weird, uh, Brave New World, or not Brave New World, uh, Raised by Wolves. Oh yeah, HBO Max is one of the best sci-fi shows of just like 
really making me think about stuff and just having a different perspective about stuff and, and really interesting sci-fi. But it, the last episode sort of took me back. I'm like, this is really bizarre. I, I didn't, I didn't expect it to go where it went and it went really off the rails kind of for me, but it's a really good show. Nonetheless. I, I was going to start watching it on, um, but unfortunately, I also saw on HBO Max that the uh, David Lynch Dune is on there. So I've just been slowly like watching Dune as I fall asleep every night. <laughs> just like I don't think I've ever actually watched that movie. Fear is the mind I, killer. I the space must flow. <laughs> but um, I remember the first time I saw it, I must have been very young. 12, 11 or 12 yeah. because I was babysitting my neighbors and the mom and dad got me that movie because they knew I liked Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, that's why they oh, I mean, yeah. imagine. Sure. Which isn't a crazy thing to think. Right? No, no, no. You know, like, oh, that's like one of those sci-fi movies but could not be more different. No. No. Ends. And I, as a, I, as a twelve-year-old, was so confused by the movie. I was like, "What is this?" But I was so confused. I, I actually sought out the Dune books because I was like, "What? What was this movie I watched?" Because I felt like, and and you read them, and you still didn't know, like the tape broke or something, and it was in the <laughs> wrong order. And I'm like, "Why is this person talking? <laughs> Why is this person talking so much? There's so much narration. There's so much voiceover dubbed in later." Like that, it's runner. It's I, but uh, even more egregious because there's many times, multiple times within the Dune movie where you can suddenly hear people's thoughts. Like, yes. and you're like, you're like, <laughs> like, oh, wait, is that, is that the weirdest kind of movie? <laughs> I know that like David Lynch has a large oh. following of fans. But I am still convinced that he has been trolling people <laughs> for fucking decades because there isn't one thing he has fucking made that makes any fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> I, I, love, I love that's about I love I love Twin Peaks so much oh, because oh, it's oh I can't even get through somehow it. Somehow he tricked like all these people for some reason. Because at the time there weren't as many stations where like we're gonna watch like my parents watched it. My parents would never watch like why insane. are you watching this is completely insane. Like, you should not like this. Why is everyone I don't know why I like it, but it's yeah. really weird. But anyway, neat. the Dune movie is great to fall asleep to. Um, <laughs> okay. and, I'm looking and, forward to the remake there because I am, yeah. And I'm hoping it's, that it's like just a straightforward movie. Like like I can uh, Sort of just enjoy uh, a sci-fi movie. Don't, don't enjoy it. too fucking you know crazy. But also my um, you might <laughs> my wife would walk in at night after I'd fall asleep, and she's never seen Dune. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Back over there, and she's like, "What the what the fuck are you watching?" <laughs> and you I, just you wake up and you're like, "The spice must flow." I, I was like, "It's that David Lynch that Dune movie." She's like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." I love uh, the David Lynch movie. What's the one? It's it's like a murder mystery, uh, Mulholland Drive. Yeah. Mulholland Drive. Yeah. Like three quarters of that is one of the best noir murder mystery movies ever, and then it just takes a complete shit in the end and makes no. And it's like, 
What the? What is, it is, that Eric, is, is that Eric Stoltz seeing that? I don't, he might be. Probably. That's uh, he. I, yeah. you no, know, that sounds right. I have to. Uh, I have to pull up a quote or a, a, a comment by Neil Johnson. Shane, I, it's Shane, I, baby. I said uh, uh, the uh, Sons of Anarchy, but I think it's the Shield is where he's the transgender. No, the Shield. He's he plays Shane. He's the crooked oh, cop. He's been in so many good things. Yeah. Jeez, yeah, I mean, Shane, Shane, Shane's the character that breaks your fucking heart, man, because right. he, uh, you know, he, he kills the he kills the other cop, you know, drops the whatever the bomb in his car, and I love yeah. that show so much. It was such a well done like time bomb every episode. Like, oh yeah, you know, but I don't, I don't think that probably holds up well. Probably um, not. It was always, it was like every every week. It's like, how are they going to get out of this? Countered with. Should they get out of this? Because they're yeah. kind of horrible people. <laughs> I don't think they should, but I kind of rooting for them to get out of it anyway. Oh, it's a it's a show about crooked cops. Yeah, could you imagine that today? Like that oh. show oh. today, like a no. crooked cops getting away with being crooked. Uh, no. I don't no. think it's gonna fly. So you got Shane in in uh the shield and then Boyd Crowder in you know, which I mean, whenever you see Walton Gro Goggins, which one you know, it's. I know that. I know that there are shield fans like Ryan Brown. If we if we dialed up Ryan Brown right now, Walton oh. Goggins is Shane because the Shield was like his favorite show ever. Um, but I mean, he's Boyd Crowder to me. Here is. Uh, I'm just going to share this with you because I is it Dune? No, <laughs> uh, it's Walter Goggins. As uh, that's amazing, yeah. <laughs> what an actor! <laughs> what and, and and it's like it was never. The that's amazing. Never, like a joke. If she he didn't play it for laughs. She actually ends up being a very sort of tragic character, and and uh, in the later seasons, kind of integral to the plot. But he never like. He was, it was never for laughs. It was, yeah. I felt like yeah. it, it wasn't for laughs. Like it wasn't, uh, you know, it, it was more of a tragic character, and and he played it straight. Like he, no pun intended. He played, you know what I mean. He he, but yeah. he's amazing. I mean, he he's an amazing fucking character for sure. That that, that show is kind of nutty, but uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, comic books, comics, comics. Uh, where is it? I'll just say, look what I got in. I got today. I don't know if I can wear this or not, but this came on a book that I got today in the mail. On what book? Can you guess what it is? The Jane Fonda workout book? No, it's the Kyle Baker rubber banded edition. Oh. That's cool. Rubber band on it. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, hey. Um. Uh. Quick shout out. Um. Uh. Jason Gonzalez, his Kickstarter. We had him on. Uh. The. Uh. Yeah. Uh, Juano del Destino. Uh. Uh. Funded. Oh. So. Was it because of the around comics bounce? It may have put him right over the top. Because the it AC, was it the was ACB, close. The branded ACB. 
It was because uh, <laughs> he needed. It was like a thirty nine thousand like four hundred dollars, four hundred eighty eight dollars. Because I mean, he da- had it down to the dollar, and uh, I think it uh, it cleared by about twelve hundred bucks. So, yeah, mm. very excited. So good, good for him. So good news. All right. So uh, this could be the our last conversation. Have oh. you guys digested this thing yet? <laughs> I didn't read the third episode, third issue of it. Huh. But I you have not yet. I haven't. Go, but feel free to talk about it. It's not like you're going to spoil huh. it for me. Uh, no, I will. I will wait for you guys. What no. I will say is that is that did the three. The th- did you read it, Tom? Yes, I did. I read it immediately because okay, I, like I said, I'm like, what is happening in this book? And, and uh, uh, guess what, guys. It continues all the way through the third book. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Do, doesn't explain everything. Um, no. uh, it I'm did, read it right now. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pull it up here. It's, 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 pre- like, it's pretty. It continues to be really pretty. Yeah. And doesn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> 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 it's so, I'm just like, what? 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 I'm like yeah. I understand the end. I understand it. Yeah. But I'm also like, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there were some definite Jeff Johns moments there. Um, Where it's like the Jeff John that Jeff Johns is really good at, like JSA, like peeking his head through. But it's sort of like, no, dude, not here. Like this is <laughs> not the time. For- <laughs> this is not the time for that, dude. Not after the first two issues. Where. Like, we're not gonna be out like that, like that that tone. But yeah, it's. I was like, this. I guess that's the end. It it I that is the end. That is that is all we get, Tom. <laughs> I do think there's a there is a moment in it, isn't there, where it's kind of like one of the characters is confused about the difference between the comedian and the clown. Criminal. Someone gets clown, confused. Yeah. It's like, so are we. So are we. We're confused. So wait, what? Yes. Um, um was confused. Yeah. 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 Read it. It's, it's great. It's a good, it's a truly unique experience, is what I'll say. I I, I need to I, I'm gonna go back and read it again and see if I can, you know, decipher it. But Maybe. uh it looks really pretty. Is it is it in, like an Elseworlds? I don't know what these are. It's Black Label. Yeah, it's Black Label. Uh, so it's not like... Canon? Canon. It's not. Are we worried about that? Well, no. I'm just I'm just wondering. Neil J- Johnson says, what didn't make sense? I would say any of it. <laughs> I still don't know why we bothered to have three Jokers. Yeah. It's... <laughs> So well, the joke, the I mean, he the, does kind of explain, but I'm kind of like, that's it. Well, yeah, yeah, it's, okay. so like, it's what the the Joker was trying to make a better Joker by trying why to, the Joker would want to do that. And, Sounds did, not, and did he? So is the original Joker dead? Is the now Joker not the original Joker? And should we care one way or the other? Where come from? The Joker gas or the Joker the chemicals, the stuff, the acme chemical stuff, and he was gonna make Joe Hill into the the ultimate Joker. 
So or the, jo- not Joe so Hill. Joe, Joe, Joe Hill. Joe, Joe Hill. Now, if he made Joe Hill into the ultimate Joker, now, I, now we're cooking with gas. I can see that. I can see that happening. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, okay, so which one is the original Joker? Did we figure that out from the 1940s Joker? Or like Thirty-seven other Jokers. Oh, yeah. they don't. It's left up as a mystery. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, but, Bat- but apparently Batman knows, and he's always known. But uh, it's to protect someone, like his ex and his kid. So it sounds worse and worse. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so weird. Yeah, Just saying it. Out it was loud. weird. It was weird. It was weird. It was. Yeah. All right. Well, I gotta. I, okay. So Neil. Neil is 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 you know commenting on. It. It's the golden bronze and modern age Joker. Okay, we we understand that, but what yeah. is the point? But why? <laughs> but why? Why? Yeah, like, and how did the did so, did like the golden age Joker get frozen and then br- brought back? But, always been here. I don't think it's the silver age one, right? Because the they keep showing all three of them doing really like violent things. It's it's the Alan Moore Joker, um, yeah. and. So there's no the, mustaches with white paint over them. Yeah, there's no, there's no. Now, Caesar if you gave Romero. me, no, if one of the three jokers was the Caesar Romero I'd joker, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, this Jack is- Nicholson <laughs> and Caesar um, Romero Joker." Now, now you're rocking. Is that what told me the third, the fourth Joker was? Caesar you would have been Romero. able to tell them apart then. Why not six yeah. jokers? Why? I love. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I can't wait for four jokes. Because there's only three ages of comics. Jeff Johns should have to find like an incredible artist to they, work uh, on everyone. <laughs> Neil, Neil is taking this so, so seriously okay, right well, now. Let me ask you. <laughs> and we love you, Neil. No. If that's the case, where the fuck have they been all this time? Why aren't they constantly running into each other? Why haven't they been working together? <laughs> Good to see you again, Joker. Why aren't they doing a podcast? I I was gonna say I hope Jeff Johns has to find an incredible artist and do a sequel for this every year. Like I want like four jokers and five jokers. There's enough of them. So it sort of reminds like I said this before, it sort of reminds me of like um You got it. <laughs> we don't get art. <laughs> right. Yeah, right on that. Neil. You're working yourself into a guest spot. That's all I'm saying. We're just not. Yeah, he's right. We're just sitting too dumb. Someone, um, someone's writing their thesis on three jokers. Like, what if instead? Oh of, my god! Can you imagine? There are three jokers. Here's my problem with it is that in a deck of cards, there's only two. Two. So I mean, yeah. if we're gonna play it out. I mean, there should really just be. Two jokers. Two jokers. And and you know, if you're gonna go with the whole motif. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't it's just I don't it know. seemed like it wanted to be more profound than it was. It really wanted to be a Jason Todd story, is what I got out of it. It's like it that was it really wanted to be a Jason Todd story. Well, does the world need another Jason Todd story? Not really. <laughs> I think I think with John's his problem is like he to me he always wants to sort of like fix everything. Like yeah. he has these sort of like problems in his brain about canon and about like well he kind of fixed Green Lantern so well, no, I, I mean, know and yeah. he's doing it really well with certain things like yeah. I, 
you know, bringing Barry back, he did it really well. Mm -hmm. Green Lantern, he did it really well. So he's done. He's had, but now he and Robinson reinvented the JSA. I mean, he's sort of like he's sort of like M Night Shyamalan. Like M Night Shyamalan's problem is he thinks every movie he makes has to be a twist. Yeah, and so he sort of like comes up with a twist and then goes, "Okay, I'm going to write a movie." to use this twist and then the sure. movie piece of shit. And now like Jeff Johns is sort of like going, well, what am I going to say? Well, fix the Joker yeah. problem. How do I, he, he sees what it was as, there a problem though? Well, that's what I'm saying. He sees it as a problem. He sees the fact that there's been different jokers throughout history as a problem that he has to try and answer. And I think that's sometimes a mistake. Yeah. I think, I think he's just, you know, I think this is that mistake. It's just like, there wasn't really a problem. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody cares that there's been different types of jokers. I mean, the the the, the Joker's the Joker. I mean, this is you know sounds fucking stupid, but the Joker is a wild card because he can be whatever Wait, what? he is. Oh, I know. Um, he can be whatever you want him to be in any story. He can be a you know a clown, but he can and he can also be the sadistic, you know, psychopathic murderer mastermind. It's and that's okay. It's it's it everything doesn't have to, you know, have a straight line connection, right? Yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with it. I mean to me it's just sort of like a um you know, it's just like he's a force of nature. It's it's yeah. a it's a theme, it's a yeah. tool. Use it however you want, use well, the joke I mean, however you want to use it to you tell you could almost say there's more than one joker. <laughs> I mean, we just we just saw it with um uh with Batman White Knight. Um, that's a it was a that was that was one where it was a you know a new look at how to use the Joker in, in storytelling, which is why that book I think was really engaging. It was the you know the first time that I found myself like rooting for the Joker. Have you Joker. seen um have there's a uh. Speaking of the Joker, there is a. I'm going to pull it up here. This mm -hmm. is a. I saw this. I don't know who made this, um, but it's a statue from the movie. Oh God damn it! I got it. All right. Okay. Oh, for fuck's sake! Sorry, I'm trying to pull it up here, but I'm getting a problem with my ad blocker. Okay. So here, I'll share my screen again. I'm into sharing my screen tonight for some reason. So this is a sculpture. I don't know where you can get it, but I want to buy it. And I don't even love the movie that much. <laughs> you so just want this like incredible replica. Well, it's not only, just look, watch the video here. I'm going to play it. Play. Smile. <laughs> sculpture so i mean it's super realistic right but then watch when it goes to the back when they're rocking sitting there oh that's cool it's a fucking cool statue that's neat to your fear and sorrow underneath in the front it's uh that's cool and they say we don't appreciate art <laughs> Look, so here's the front, 
and there's the staircase with him dancing on it underneath. Mm-hmm. It is one of the coolest statues. I like I said, I don't I don't even I don't buy statues, and I don't really I mean I like that movie, but I would buy that statue just because it's so fucking cool. Yeah, that's smart. Would you set it up and have it like staring at you? Uh, yes, I would. I'll have it right here next to me. <laughs> that bedside table. I think it's life size too, which is <laughs> insane. It's got to be five thousand dollars. You know. I mean, I mean yeah. Who made? I want. It? I want you to get it, and I want to see it like set up. I want this like life size bust of like a person. <laughs> Just sitting behind me, looking over, uh, just like hanging out in the background. Oh, <laughs> uh, so well, what have you read this yet? No, I haven't. Uh, it's a good Hulk story. I, uh, hey, you know what? Uh, we need to talk about what's that? Um, is uh, scumbag. We never talked oh. about oh, yeah. we uh that I that is one of my favorite like first, first issues from Remender. Um I liked that issue so much that I actually contacted the art, uh the guy who does the art, his art dealer, yeah. because I wanted to buy that double page spread of him shitting himself. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, I want that. It was a little out of my price range. I, I considered it, but um, yes, I, I have thought about purchasing that. I contacted them about purchasing that fucking page. And I'm like, that is one of the greatest fucking double page spreads in comic book history, in my opinion. Uh, I love that issue. I love that comic. I love the idea of turning a dirtbag, like, you know, scumbag barfly. Ugh. Into a hero, in, into the, like the worst person, the worst, like person. the worst person. But a person that I've known. Oh yeah, like I've like I've had my, I have four older sisters, and they've dated guys like that. Like mm-hmm. I've had guys like that. You know, I, I grew up in the seventies. Yeah. I've known dudes like that, and they're still around. Like guys that just never, you know, have have gotten away from that. They've fucking- never had the decency to die. Yeah. <laughs> They're too, they're too uh, dirty to die. They're, they yeah. have built up such an immunity to everything because they've done it all. Yeah, uh, it, it was such a fun. It was such a fun uh, issue. I, I I really dug it. It was awesome because it it dove in with both feet. Yeah, it's like this is going to be the most reprehensible person that you could ever run into. He is going to disgust you and repulse you in ways that many of you have never, ever even contemplated. And he holds humanity's fate in his hands. <laughs> it's, it, I, I thought it was, and boy, is it pretty, it pretty, pretty in a really disgusting way in a lot of times, but man, it's who is the artist in this? I, I don't even know. Um, La Rosa. Yeah. I never, I've never heard of him. I've never heard of, the artist before remember has this ability he i mean if he didn't write so much he should just work for a company finding artists no shit but that yeah. dude has had more great artists to work with over his career uh, um but yeah Louis larosa you know it's i know who he is but 
Yeah, and then you got like covers coming up from Matteo Scalara, who you yeah. know he did with with Black Science. It's yeah, Remender is yeah, great writer, great talent, but boy does he know how to find artists to to pair up with. And you know, I, this is like to me, this isn't a book that you're going to see from like a younger creator. You know, no. what I mean? like like somebody in their twenties wouldn't even know a character like this could not possibly, you know, write a character kind of this insane and crazy. Um, and, and of such an era, I mean, this character is of such an era, uh, you know, that, you know, and Rick was a punk kid. I think he, you know, uh, he He was straight edge. Yeah. He was straight edge, but I mean, being around, punk scene and being in those bars and being in those clubs i'm sure and going to those shows these this is the guy these guys yeah. were in those bars they were you know what i yeah. mean like, um they wanted to hear motorhead they, i did <laughs> i still do i still want to live there is a part of me that is a scumbag i mean there's a part of me that sort no. of identifies with this yeah. guy a little bit uh you know if if i hadn't uh, gotten married and had children at a young age maybe I would have uh, turned into more of this kind of a dude, but luckily I, <laughs> I am not. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 no. A- you wouldn't. You would have ended up knifing this guy in an alley. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> yeah, so good. I mean, just just so good. And the you know it's you talked about the M Night Shyam- Shyamalan twist. You know this has that twist. You know almost at the the end of the first issue that you're just like really that's where we're going all right rick i trust you (laughs) (laughs) well i'm you know i think you have two two ways to go with it either you know he he just don't redeem him he redeemed don't yeah no you can't do you can't redeem this guy no no he's gonna be this guy at at the very end but he's gonna reluctantly save the universe anyway Mm -hmm. you know i think you gotta trick this guy into saving the universe because he's a scumbag uh yeah it it will be it will be interesting man ask any cop scumbags can be useful you just yeah. got to put the right pressure or the right, you know, you carrot mm-hmm. or stick in front of them. And, and well, what, what was his list of demands? Yeah. I want a thousand, no, two thousand dollars and uh, and a, a helicopter. And uh, oh God, I don't even, let me it was, was such a great scene where he's negotiating up what he wants to like. It's a play ball, it's, it's, it's such a great scene. Because I mean, you could just and and just the cadence went, of it was so okay. good. Two thousand dollars cash money done. Get Judas Priest to play for me and my friends at Simon's Bar. Fine. A Hunter S. Tom Thompson briefcase full of drugs, <laughs> all the drugs, and a flying Trans Am car. <laughs> what? That what? A flying Trans Am. <laughs> a 1978 Trans Am. Oh, and one of them sex dolls that can talk. <laughs> because, of course, what a great scene! Uh, <laughs> this this may end up being my favorite work from Rick Remender. But when it's all said and done, we'll see the the favorite my favorite thing that he's ever done. 
Yeah, I mean, big catalog from that guy at this point. Yes, yes, he's, you know, he is, uh, I don't, you know, it would be interesting to sort of find out how successful Rick is as a creator. I mean, he's produced so much work. He's been yeah. so prolific. I have no idea if, you know, what level of success he's had. I mean, obviously, he had the 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 TV show of... um. What was the last, the, uh, oh, uh, deadly class, deadly class. Yeah. You know, and I think there's fear agent stuff out there that's still in the works, you know, for him and Tony. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's done, you know, like entry level. I mean, he's worked at every level in, in comics. He's done like the breaking through independent. I actually, he came up as an anchor. He was doing, uh, he was inking for like the Avengers and, and stuff. And I, I think we talked to him way back when, when he went into like the Marvel offices to, to pitch an idea with one of his co-creators and, and the editor said, why is your anchor here? <laughs> <laughs> You know, and 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 then he really started writing. But I mean, he did he did stuff with you know our buddy Hillary Hillary Barda um, on what Last Christmas that was with Jerry Duggan and 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 Poshane. and um, yeah, there yeah 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 he worked that was with Tony Moore uh, Neil Johnson who's keeping us keeping us in check tonight uh, the uh, the what what was that Franken Castle. Frankencastle, yeah. Frankencastle. Tony and Rick turned turn the Punisher into Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. So Rick's worked at, at every level from like, you know, high profile, big two books and tons of, of independent success. And yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. It was, it was fun. I didn't, Tom, what did you, you read it? You, uh, you, I did not get to it yet. Oh, you will enjoy, you will enjoy the shit out of it. Literally the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love bathroom humor. There is a, there is a, an explosive diarrhea scene. Oh, Bert, you sold <laughs> done. If I didn't have, if I didn't know if I didn't already have it, I'd go tomorrow. <laughs> I heard there's a new comic out with a, a diarrhea scene. So I I posted it on on Facebook, but it was like I went to two different shops last week trying to find some comics because i saw some stuff that come out mm-hmm. and i'm like oh this these look pretty cool i want to i want to go find them so it was uh scumbag i was trying to find scumbag issue number one i was trying to find um the last uh the teenage mutant ninja turtles the last ronin mm-hmm. which came out and then um what else was it there was like two other oh the colonel uh colonel weird Oh, the, yeah. Uh, Jeff Lemire uh, spinoff from uh, Black Cosmogog. Cosmog, yeah. So there was like three, four issues I was looking for. I went to two different shops. Neither of them had any of them. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And and I asked both, like the the one shop I went to, the lady's like, I asked her, and she looked at me like I was speaking Greek. What? No idea what I was talking about. Get out of here. What? I'm just like, all right, you know. And then here's the thing: both the shops. The thing that drives me nuts about these shops, and 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 our friend uh, Josh Flanagan from iFanboy was was kind of giving me a hard time on Facebook about this. 
because he's like, well, you know, he, he was basically saying it's a you know in a pandemic and yeah. really hard for shops right now, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. And I think they're you know they're not going to order books that are sort of questionable or you know, okay, I get that. I do understand. I'm not trying to 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 like call out any shops or or anything like that. And I get that right now it's it's difficult, but it's like at the same time I you know I. I walk into these shops and there are stacks and stacks and stacks of back issues of shit they've ordered that nobody has fucking bought. And it's like, well, maybe you're just not doing a very good job of knowing yeah. what your fucking customer base wants anymore. Maybe you should spend a little more time, you know, studying the market if you're going to run a fucking comic mm-hmm. book shop and figuring out what people are buying. So you don't, I mean, I'm not even joking. The one shop I went to as I was walking out the door on the shelf now, you know, it, she had magazine shelves on each side of the the walls, and it was like one of them was for new issues, and every, everything else was back issues. Mm-hmm. As I'm walking out the door, the top shelf I notice is issues like two, three, and four of Battle Pope. What book came out? Battle Pope. Remember ba- Battle what? Pope? That came That's out. like. 15 years old yeah, like more than that yeah so so maybe you should re-examine your ordering policy like i don't i don't understand you know how and then the other shop like and i said i told them like i get that maybe they don't order a bunch of them but they didn't order any of any of these issues three or three or four different issues that i was looking for they had zero and you, you always order one. number one issues. Always order number one issues. Neither of the shop owners asked yeah. me if I wanted them to order it. Neither of them like tried to yeah. get sign up for a pull list. Neither of them did any work whatsoever. I'm a brand new customer walking. I had ne- never been to either one of these shops. Yeah, brand new customer looking to spend money. They spent zero time trying to like. They were like, "What, dude? Dude, yeah, it the, was the, like I was being a fucking the man. shop around the shop around the corner from me. I go in there, and there are tons of trades in there, and they are always volumes two, three, four, and five. <laughs> yeah. And I and I went up to the guy at the front counter, and so I was just like, you know, you might want to go through your inventory and start." you know, restocking your volume ones of your trades and you'll probably find that you sell a lot more trades. And he's like, really? And I was just like, well, yeah, because it's kind of hard to jump into a series on volume two. And you guys have like probably 30 series in the, in the shop that don't have volume one. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll I'll pass that along. It's like, or yeah, not a bad idea. So yeah, it's and, and to Sal's point, and I saw a little bit of your conversation with Josh is that there are a lot of comic book owners out there that just need to give a shit. Yeah, I, I mean that's it's like just I give don't a shit. Feel so bad for someone that takes almost no time to research their own industry. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when you literally have someone walking in asking for a comic and you don't know what it is. Like I don't know how to I don't know how to feel bad for you you know like if your if your business isn't doing that well you know I I get that it's a tough time for comics but like I'm trying to, I don't go to shops I haven't gone to shops in years I'm trying to go to shops now because I understand it's a, a tough time 
and I'm trying to, you know, to, to support them and give them money. And it's like, well, I don't really want the, the, the next issue of, of fucking, you know, that was, I mean, they literally had a dozen issues of Rorschach number one sitting on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. They overordered, and, and granted, that's, you know, probably a book that sold really well, but it's like you order a dozen more than you needed of that book, and you didn't order any of three different books from Image, or you know what I mean, that somebody might want. And it's just like, I don't know, that seems kind of crazy to me. Not to, I don't want to bat, I don't want to just like. No, no, it's just, you know, be good business owners and. Just, they fucked up. They <laughs> fucked up. Yes. They yes. Fucked they up fucked up. Them. They yes. Fucked up. Yes. I don't care what Jack Flanagan's yeah. bleeding heart bullshit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> they fucked up. <laughs> uh, Colonel Weird was good, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I, I, it, it was. It felt a little open ended. You know, not open ended, but just What's a the little first open-ended? issue of a what up. The, right. that's the thing it's like they don't say of how many it's like you know is it a four issue series a six issue is it a double shot i don't know but uh yeah yeah it was good because colonel weird is kind of probably the most interesting character mm-hmm. out of his uh his black hammer series i think it's an interesting character you know someone you know kind of like fractured through time the uh the like 1950s uh, Air Force astronaut American hero that gets thrown into a you know into a, a multi-dimensional space and it kind of breaks his head. It's a uh, yeah neat character. Yeah, I think all of the, I mean I think you could do a lot with all, mm-hmm. all different characters in in that book. Really, I mean you know uh, I it's one of those things though like. I don't. I don't know um, how much I want to know about him. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's okay to just leave him alone and let the mystery. I had this. I had this. I had a very drunken Halloween discussion. It wasn't an argument. It was a discussion. Italian Halloween party. It was at a Halloween party, but we were talking about like uh, social media and and sort of. Um, I think it was a continuation of the conversation we were having about like, there's no anticipation for anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Like everything, you know, like when we were kids growing up, you know, we had to wait a year or two years or three years sometimes for the second chapter of a movie, or you had to wait for it to come to video, or you had to wait a while for a new video game, or you had to wait, you know, for whatever it was. And now everything is sort of like instantaneously at your fingertips. And yeah. I think like, that anticipation, it, it, like it inspires creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, because you, you, you have all this time where you're waiting and you're like imagining what are happening to these characters or what are happening in these stories, and and now there's no more of that. Like, there's, do or do you do you think that some of the streaming services have changed the like the Netflix model of we're gonna drop? the entire season on Friday and then you can binge it through the weekend. And now you see like CBS and Disney and, you know, there's other, you know, and, and other streaming services that they kind of, it's like, no, it's going to be one episode a week for 
10 weeks. Do you think that is kind of why they're doing that? Is that they, they want to draw out well, that, that immediacy of it? They, I think what they're doing is they don't have as much um, uh, programming as say Netflix does. Sure. They want to, they want to string you out to the next program. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like Disney Plus, you know, they're they, trying they, to get to WandaVision. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and HBO Max is like there or whoever, you know, like I know um I was I'm, I've been watching this uh uh there's a documentary series on Showtime or Stars, one of them, mm-hmm. uh, about the comedy store in Los Angeles. And it, mm-hmm. it's uh it's like five episodes and it's been one a week. Yeah. And, you know, they're just trying to keep – it's five episodes, so they're trying to keep you for a month so that the next month – you know, I don't think they're doing it altruistically to try and, like, you know, help young people be more creative. No, 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 absolutely not. And and I don't mind it. You know, it's like I know that uh, I get, you know, Star Trek Discovery on Thursday. I get Mandalorian on Friday. And that's, you know, that's, that's fine, you know. I think and, people are – I think – I don't know. It's a weird thing because there's part of me is like, just fucking drop the whole thing so I can watch it when I want to. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what I mean? But there's also, you know, I kind of like the anticipation of Mandalorian. It's like, oh, fuck. Now, you know, is yeah, you, know, you don't you don't immediately start the next one. Like, oh, I, th- I, th- I think it plays into the social media buildup of it. Because, you know, Mandalorian episode drops on Friday I mean, you literally get up Friday morning and there's people posting about it on, on social media that have gotten up and watched it at like three o'clock in the morning. Cause they're crazy. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think, um, you know, I don't know. I think, I think you're always going to have people that are going to want to just like sit and binge stuff and, and run through it as fast as possible. With the idea that well they can they're gonna watch it again and again maybe, um, <laughs> yeah I'm not sure I don't I, I don't there's things about both that I like you know what I mean like I don't I don't hate the week to week but I also like you know like uh, but I will say this I think I actually pay more attention when it's week to week. Yeah, as opposed to binging it, like I sort of just r- like run through yeah. it, and I may not even, you know, like Stranger <laughs> Things. I don't know that I could tell you anything that's happened in any season of Stranger Things. I've watched them all multiple times, and I still don't know that I could tell you anything about that show really, like in detail. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's like episodes of Mandalorian that I remember the whole episode because I really, you know what I mean? Like I enjoyed the mm-hmm. entire episode of it. Well, I mean, I think, I think we've talked about this before too. Like the difference between you making a show where you're immediately going to start the next episode, you know, like the way it's sort of built. I always find a lot of the shows, like you shouldn't think about them too hard. <laughs> like never, you know, like House of Cards, you know, like I remember my wife was watching it and I was, I was like, this show is built to be. Oh yeah. I remember. Stop. 
Don't yeah. stop and think about like anything <laughs> that happened, but just go for that that hit of the next one immediately. Like just don't get that dopamine. Yeah, just don't sit. Hit. Don't sit and be like, why would a why would a senator do that? You know. <laughs> You know, like, uh, you're gonna murder someone yeah it's like, <laughs> don't think don't you're not supposed to think about it you're just supposed to be like all right hit the next one let's move on let's go <laughs> yeah no well the, and but that's that's a perfect example is mandalorian because like mandalorian is sort of written episodically where every episode is its own story yeah where a lot of shows are not like they're they're uh, they're just one piece of a larger puzzle. Yeah, and there's endlessly like here's the next one starting. Yeah, they're just you know, keeping like, you going, keeping you going, and then the, you have the end where it's like the Mandalorian is like each episode is sort of its own little adventure, mm -hmm. and there's an overarching thing, but it's you know you can kind of point to every episode, and I think you know it's obviously done on purpose. Where like a season of Stranger Things is sort of it's a season and, and there's not like one episode that's any like uniquely different than another necessarily. Yeah. It's like, it's not its own three act structure. There's not its own, you know, individual story in that episode. It's just a chapter in a larger narrative. Um, I, yeah, I think it just depends, you know, on what, on what they want to do with it. But mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I guess, I guess it's just a matter of, what you like or what, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like other shows. I mean, not many shows are episodic like Mandalorian and Mandalorian is, is, is going back to the origins of star Wars and the serials, the, the movie serials of these little short yeah. you know, westerns and, and bank robberies and, 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 and kind of little tiny things that would be at the beginning of a movie to try and entice you to come back next week to see the next part of it. Yeah, but that, you can all. But it's almost like comic books where you can jump right. in at pretty much any time. Right. It's you. Know, you have a you have a, um, a a larger sense of the universe if you've been there from the beginning, um, but you don't have to. I I'll throw Doctor Who into that. That toss them in. I'll, <laughs> I can't that can't, in there. It's yeah. it's episodic, and you can jump in, but you know, you don't have to have been there from the beginning. But if you if you were, then you know, then it has a deeper, you know, a deeper meaning to it. Yeah, it's interesting when that sort of change happened because I think at one point most television was episodic, like it was. We don't want to lose any, but we want to just gain people every episode. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to like, you know, uh, lose it. You could watch this episode standalone. Sure. And it doesn't matter. Like, I love Lucy. Like, there was never, you know what I mean? Like, you could watch any episode. Yeah. Ma Magnum PI. Yeah. Every you know? episode yeah. was its own thing. Uh, you know, was MASH maybe a show that, 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 and while every yeah, yeah, there's a timeline there. There's a there's a timeline to yeah. that. Um, but uh, well, I mean, so so you know, to to bring things back kind of full circle, you start getting into the the series where you really need to watch episode to episode. Uh, Twin Peaks. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, if you missed, I guess whatever sense it's going to make. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it, you 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 needed you needed to know what you know nonsense to make of. Uh, I mean, it because you know things followed a a you know a, a straight line. Uh, so Neil Johnson once again says people also watch the entire show now. Basic cable was designed so people could skip episodes and not miss much. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think I think tell I think that's what we said. I mean, television in general, you know, was was designed so that you didn't have to pay attention to every episode. It was just a matter. You of could life. miss an episode of Mork yeah. and Mindy. It was okay. Yeah, I'm, but I think you shouldn't. You know, I mean, you should. Well, comedic genius. Yeah, especially the Jonathan Winter ones. Those were the best. Yeah. Those were the best. The best. Um, how much cocaine was done on the set of Mark? A Mark? lot. Pam Dauber was doing a lot of cocaine. Oh, I don't think she was the one doing most of the cocaine. <laughs> when you have Robin Williams and Jonathan Winters on the show. <laughs> Um, Pam Diver was pretty thin. Wow, how dare you disparage <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Winters? Was not, but I guarantee no, he... fucking bucket loads of cocaine, <laughs> 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 or he was old school. Maybe he was just doing like methamphetamines, he might have been eating fucking heroin. <laughs> Heroin, greenies, or whatever baseball players used to <laughs> yeah. greenies. Just type. Yeah. I love Grandpa. Popping greenies, man. Come on. Sudafed. Uh, no, that's a downer. You don't want Sudafed. You get that's just to mellow you out. Yeah, when the egg. Oh, I thought yeah. that opened you up. Take some of the, the Sudafed. Isn't that what the the hockey players were always eating? Tons of Sudafed before they'd go out on the ice. I don't think that'd be a good idea. Sudafed really? can knock you out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Once you're jacked up on something, if you're taking a bunch of amphetamines yeah. and you need to like take the edge off, then you would take some Sudafed. Oh, maybe that's what it was. That might be what what was happening. Yeah, there. yeah. My my professional athlete uh, drug of choice is uh, is not up to speed. Well, you know, Chris, I, I you you need to uh, expand your horizons. Not in the note. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, mushrooms about a week ago. That was nice. Nice. Don't panic. It's organic. Yeah, man. That's a nice high. Yeah, mushrooms are great. <laughs> nice couple hours of feeling like love good <laughs> <laughs> vibes mm -hmm. I advise everyone to uh, especially maybe tonight I don't know how things are going how are we looking uh, on our election special wait let me I need some uh, it's not great it's not looking good it's not great things are not <laughs> sad music uh, yeah it's not great uh, well you know that is what it is yeah, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. I not good. Really bad. Like, you know, I feel really bad for people uh, that are really wrapped up in this election. Like, and and I understand why they are, but me, like me personally, I feel like, well, you know, I don't know how bad things will be for me personally. No, no, no. I'm dude, I'm a I'm a I'm a middle-aged white guy. 
Yeah, they're, they're, I'm gonna be fine. I just I just worry about like people are going to be just so uh, heartbroken yeah. <laughs> by by Crushed, things. Yeah. Like, I'm not voting in the selection for me. Yeah, well, sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it looks like right now, but eh, it is what it is. We'll see. I don't, I don't got kids. <laughs> Things were looking really good early on. No, not so good, huh? Yeah, yeah. We'll see. It's early. It's early. A lot of mail-in ballots to count. <laughs> oh boy! All right, back to back to yes, lighter things. Back yeah. to not the real world. <laughs> yeah. So what else we've been reading? Um, well, I will say TMNT: The Last Ronin. Yeah. Uh, I I really enjoyed the first issue of that um it was it was written by uh, uh eastman and laird and um i think it was actually even um uh layouts by eastman he didn't really pictures and stuff but he did the layout so um it's a it's a sort of futuristic story it, it very much felt like frank miller's ronin that's uh, what I was. That's what I was thinking. I mean, because very I mean, TMNT so. is just a a, yeah. a big you know nod to Miller's Daredevil, and and this so this makes complete sense because it is like it's the last turtle, and you don't really find the last out. turtle. <laughs> he's the last, the last one uh, in in a future world, and he's sort of like trying to um, uh, uh, break into this compound. Um, you know, to to sort of one last effort to overthrow whoever is turned the the world into this. You know, not it's not post apocalyptic. It's very Blade Runnerish. Yes. Um, but it, I, <laughs> it very much felt like the Ronin, Frank Miller's Ronin, and I'm like, oh, well, that makes complete sense. I mean, it you know, it so it works. I liked it. I, I mean, it's why I fell in love with the turtles to begin with. And I felt like they, they had gotten so far away from that, you know, after a while that I really didn't pay much attention to, to the book. Um, but this, this brought it back to that feeling, even though it's a futuristic story. Um, and, and I, and it's fun because like, you don't know which turtle it is. You don't know which one of the four it is. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, you don't, you're not sure. And it keeps you kind of guessing. Um, it's Raphael because he's the coolest. Well, that's what maybe you would think, but maybe it's not. <laughs> I mean, that, you know, uh, you'll have to. They're going to throw you the Donatello twist. You'll see. You'll have to read him. Yeah. I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but. Uh, yeah, it was it was fun. Leonardo because he was the leader. <laughs> it's a serious Michelangelo. It's <laughs> because he had actually, nunchucks. It's actually April in a turtle costume. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Casey Jones. Casey Jones, <sighs> wild card. But it was fun. Like mm-hmm. for an old school turtles fan, uh, it, it felt a lot like. The you know the sort of vibe of the Frank Miller, uh, you know, uh, uh, inspir- in, you know, inspired original comics. So I liked it. I, I thought it was cool, even though nobody fucking carries it. 
<laughs> um, we talked about it. Um, I've got it right here. Um, the TMNT uh, artist edition. Yes, which I still haven't ordered, but I can. The artisan edition, absolutely worth it. It's it's a really neat breakdown of 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 layouts to original um, to original art to the finished art with the um, with the crazy uh, uh, paper that they use to make this with, which was a. Uh, uh, it's like a reactive brush paper. I think we talked about it on yeah, yeah. many, many episodes ago. Um, a really interesting just process book. And when I was originally upset because it wasn't like the giant oversized artist edition, it's because it's at the original size of the original art because they were so freaking poor that they had to cut the art boards down into half size because it's all that they could afford. And that's why it had kind of the weird offset um, uh, size for the original issues, mm -hmm. you know, that they, they weren't the traditional comic size. So yeah, it's a, it's a neat, it's a you know neat artifact edition. Yeah, Sal I'm is ordering it right now. I need to order one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Me and I, I'm 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 trying not to uh, be rude. Of what? What happened? No, no, no. Just someone is texting me. Oh, they're they're texting you about what's going on in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. I don't know. I don't. I don't care. I don't care yeah. what's going on in the world. All right. So so last so TMNT last running. Good stuff, huh? I liked it. I thought it was good. Right. I, I really enjoyed it. I really. I really. I love that that series like so many years later is still kind of going strong. Well, it's really, you know, that, mm -hmm. that, uh, that indie miracle book, right? Like it was, it was, oh, one, yeah. you know, one of the very first black and white indie mm -hmm. books that ever, you know, before the walking dead or, or anything else. I'll still say it, it might be the most important book of the 1980s. Uh, it's I, up there important yeah you know what it did to what it did to open the door for ind independent comics and you look at the the franchise that it created you know in toys and movies and i mean like from a pure like you know capital standpoint you know that franchise made a lot of freaking money and what it did to open the door to black and white independent comics mm -hmm. in the in the um, direct market scene. Yeah, I think it's one of the most important comics of the 80s. <laughs> Tom, you haven't Tom's said like, mm -hmm. like 45 minutes. I'm just wondering how drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to add. You keep, uh, you keep nailing it. <laughs> I, uh, no, I know that you, you make a good point with that. That, that actually makes it. Yeah. Now, now I can see what you mean by important. Um, yeah, it definitely opened the door for a lot of indie co independent yeah. comics because I don't think, like you know, we said nothing hit like that before. Nothing had had exploded, you know. Four issues in, all of a sudden, it's like you know the the, mm -hmm. the hottest comic book in the world, and it's a black and white comic about turtles, mm -hmm. radioactive turtles, like such a bizarre 
Yeah. Sort of, which is a total homage to like Frank Miller, yeah. Daredevil, which people that were reading that, most of them had no idea that that's what that was. But then to think of like that turning into a TV show and then movies and, then, you know, like not even just like it was a hot on every On every toy yeah. aisle in every yeah. big box store, you know. But isn't that interesting? Like it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's influenced by Frank Miller's Daredevil, but because it's like this, these cute kind of animals, it becomes so much more digestible to the public. Yeah. Sure, and nobody, nobody gives a shit about Daredevil. I mean, even Daredevil had a Netflix show. Yeah, still don't even come close to the fucking yeah, you know, level of 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 zeitgeist. That TMNT, everybody knows the turtles. Everybody, yeah, yeah. kids know the Cowabunga, turtles. dude. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the, the enormity of the turtles and how big that got. It's like Frank Miller's got to be like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know like you think he ever goes up to Eastman or Laird at a at a at a show and it's just like, come on, yeah, <laughs> come on, yeah. pass it over. At least pick up my fucking you know, bar tab. Yeah, yeah. You know, take me out to dinner or something. Give me some yeah. of that cartoon money. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of that, those plush toys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's the Where's the Mattel money? <laughs> I mean, Turtles was. I mean, it's still like, yeah, not that long ago they made a fucking movie. You know, what I mean, yeah. it's like it's still it just keeps regenerating. We have Ninja Turtle toys in our house. Like <laughs> somehow you just get them. You don't even know. Garage sales. You're like, how did that? How did that get here? Yeah, it's just it's incredible. They've like soaked into just like, and they all love Raphael because he's the coolest. Raphael's the badass. Come on, he is Wolverine. He is, um, he is Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, dude. I owned a pair of Psy <laughs> exactly because of Raphael. Like, I'm like him. I'm a. I'm, people don't understand me either. Yeah, I was. A I had a bow staff because I was the sensitive one. <laughs> uh, actually, as I got older, though, I I started to like Leonardo more because he was, you know, he was more of the the leader and and sensitive. tactician. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a father, I started to appreciate you know, yeah. having to deal with all these wild personalities and. Mm-hmm. And, and wrangling them into a... Co- he was the administrator. Yeah, he was the manager of the turtles. You know, <laughs> this is the sad state. I, that's that's basically human life. You go, you know, from a teenager, you're Raphael. Raphael. And you're in your 40s, you're Leonardo. You're just trying to fucking... You're, 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 Raphael, you're Raphael as a teenager, and then you become very sensitive, and, and you're Donatello. You're Donatello. You know, and, then, and, then, and then you become a professional, and you're Michelangelo, and then eventually you're just management level, and you're... Yeah, right? That is basically life. I think the turtles is... Ba- that is that, and then you become... Splinter and you die. (laughs) 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 What brilliance to to take stick and make it a a rat named Splinter. It's it's still I mean that's the thing too. It's like it's this insane the hand is now the foot, you know, the foot. Such a fucking ripoff. Oh yeah. These ninjas are called the foot. (laughs) And there's like five issues of Daredevil. 
You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Characters only existed in a handful of fucking issues of Daredevil, and these guys just ran with it and fucking decades of goddamn money. So is, is Casey Jones, is he Gladiator? Uh, or is know. Casey Jones is Casey Jones? <sighs> Casey Jones. Oh, I love Casey Jones. I don't know. I think Casey Jones is, a, is an amalgamation of, of a handful of characters. Maybe. Yeah. I think you have like a bit of 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 like uh, what's his name the the uh, Taskmaster. You have okay. a little Taskmaster. You have a little bit of the sports uh, sportsman. Sportsman. Yeah, you had a little bit of sportsman in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I think he's, he's the guy a, the- a little Jason Jason Voorhees. <laughs> yes, you have little Jason Voorhees. I mean, it was fun. What a great comic! I mean, seriously, what a great comic at the time. I mean, like the and that's what it comes down to is like the perfect comic at the perfect time. It just it it captured the imagination of a lot of sixth graders. I mean, just oh, crane, crane riding around inside the. The big ro- whatever the big robot things are that they ride in. Oh yeah. Like, well, and that's the crazy thing too. Like the comic was so wacky. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's bananas. And then the the cartoons were just like homogenous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they weren't nearly as fucking like dark and weird as as the comics. But but it, if you look at like influenced look at like then the tick Mm -hmm. like the tick to me is what like then took off all that weird shit from tmnt and and and, i mean the tick comics and cartoons the tick cartoon the original fucking tick cartoon, so good oh my god it is it is unbelievable it's so fucking great and so strange and then and then i think even from that you have like savage dragon i mean savage dragon The, the the same sort of like bizarre you know play on on yeah on superheroes and weird you know like how I mean he still does like weird the last like Savage Dragon comic I picked up he's got a pair of like sister spider women characters that literally shoot webs out of their assholes. <laughs> he's oh, doing Eric whatever Larson. he wants. He's doing whatever he wants. Oh, Larson, Devin Dragon. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. It, I like Savage Dragon. It's still a good call. It, it, it is. Yeah, Fugitoid. There you go, Fugitoid. I remember that. Fugitoid was awesome, man. Um, big but, fucking crab creatures. Yeah, I mean like, this was. I mean, I'm like 12 years old buying buying black and white independent comics with giant crab creatures. It's, I mean, it changed like forever changed the way that I would ever think about comics as like a 12 year old. It was awesome. Well, I think I, I mean, you know, like TMNT was sort of, in some ways. Like the cartoon, uh, people that only know the turtles from the cartoons think it's like this cute yeah. sort of thing. But like the comic yeah. is dark and 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 subversive. Stuff you know, died you know? and like blew up. And yeah, like they yeah. were not this sort of like friendly, family friendly, cute 
pizza eating cowabunga yeah. thing. Yeah. And but fuck that worked too. Like that, you know, there's no it's almost like two different worlds. Yeah. You had you had the mainstream turtles and then you had the independent comics turtles that were like dark and very Frank Miller. And then you also had like the, the toy line, yeah. you know. I mean the cartoons more homogenous, but still fairly weird for like a Saturday morning cartoon. That's true. Like, yeah. like in comparison to the comic, it's pretty tame, but like think about like what other like what other cartoons were going what other cartoons would have like a dude turn into a fly monster. You know, like you yeah. know, or have have the crane, you know, like as like the weird little blobby creature, and you know, like in that compared to what else was on TV as far as like kids' cartoons, like right. what, like this is crazy. I guess it was just sort of like the skateboarding pizza, yeah. you know, like all of a sudden they they turned into like Huntington Beach, yeah, yeah. dudes, you know, like which was kind of a weird. Thing because well, they like were, from New York, they were you know what I mean. Like yeah. they, were, they were these now, New York. Does that predate like Batman and the animated series? I think so. So it's probably just a precursor to that. Before you got into some, I don't want to call Batman the animated series like an adult animated series, but something that was you know digestible. For, you know, I can go back and watch. Batman the animated series and enjoy it now, you know, not I think through that was a different thing because I think that was that was harking back to the original Batman and Superman Fleischer brother cartoons. I mean, if you look at Batman the animated yeah. series, that's a that's a love letter. That's Bruce you know, Tim's that, love letter to that yeah, era. Yeah. Fleischer cartoons, which were really, you know. It's advanced. I mean, though, you know, yeah. if, if you go back and watch, and, and God, I wish there's some people have like gone back and recolored the original Superman, like the first episode of the mm-hmm. cartoon, and it's fucking gorgeous. I mean, it's mm-hmm. really beautiful. Look for it on YouTube. It's gorgeous. I mean, the artwork in that in those cartoons are amazing. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think I think. See that that's why you know we'll talk about Johnny Quest and you're not a huge Johnny Quest fan. And so yeah, do you think the Fleischer Superman stuff is, you know, best the you know, Alex Toth Johnny Quest art cuz I think Johnny Quest looks amazing. I think uh I have to I I have to admit that I'm not a big fan of Toth's animated work. What? To be honest, really, not my favorite Toth's work. Really, I think it That's is shocking to me. Well, I mean, I find his animated work to be a watered down version of his art. So, but but you probably like the character designs, but maybe just not the animation because the character designs are awesome. Yeah, I never really found it to be like that super well animated. It always kind of felt like stiff on the cartoons. Like, yeah, yeah. kind of just like man, stiff I people. I, I don't even think the character designs are honestly. I, I oh. not that they're not good. Yeah, 
Oh, but I love it, his character designs. I see. I'm I. I think there are much better character designers for animation than Toth. I think Toth is an amazing. I don't get me wrong. Alex Toth is one of the greatest master master, master storyteller. And and I love yeah. his art. I but I love mm -hmm. his sequential art. I think when he was creating stuff for animation, it was for a paycheck. Okay. I, and I don't think it is really his best art or, or not even his best art. I, I don't yeah. think it is the best representation of his art. So you'd rather read Alex Toth does Zorro than watch Johnny Quest? Yes. Okay. And that's fair. That's absolutely not even fair. Zorro, but like... Uh, what's the other canon? You know what I mean? Like uh, the, 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 what's the, um, the, the, uh, aviator, uh, Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know what I mean? Like, I, like, it's weird. Like when I see his stuff in for animation, I almost am disappointed because it's like, well, that's not really Alex. That's not really the best Alex Toth. Well, I mean, he wasn't doing the cells. I mean, those were just all mm -hmm. based on his character designs. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. but that's why I'm like, oh, I see the Alex there. I see mm -hmm. his work, but it's really not the best yeah. representation of his work. And then you compare that to like, you know, the stuff that he did for EC or the, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like yeah. this isn't even the same. Yeah. He even did what an early uh, X Men issue. It's like he did an early X Men issue, right? Like. Issue ten or something like that. He was I my Alex Toth reader in front of me, and he did some. Uh, it. When he did Daredevil, what Tom? Googling it. Oh, <laughs> Google, and he did. He did some uh, some early Daredevil issues. He did. Uh, he did a lot. I mean, he did a lot of different things. You know, I think the unfortunate thing with him was that. X-Men number 12? He was mm -hmm. in such an odd time of comics that there isn't like, you know, the Zorro Silver Age. most definitive work, yeah. but I don't even know that it's his best work. You know, like his, some of his horror stuff is mm -hmm. amazing, but he did such small amounts of it. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I like I said, I, I'm not trying to take anything away from the animated stuff at all. It's just like, well, it's 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 part of it's just part of his career legacy. That I mean, we're talking, you know, like we talk about turtles. It's you know when you know man on the street. If if you showed you know Alex Toast's work, they're going to know Space Ghost and Johnny Quest as opposed to his work on Zorro. It's just I do need, I do need to go back to the comic book store in my in my town because the guy had a couple of he had a couple of cells that I believe were toth Ooh. oh really it cells oh really but <laughs> I couldn't tell for sure like there was no signature there was no so it wasn't it was it, mm -hmm. they looked like toth and and it was but it was of, of, of a series I I didn't know uh it, it it could have been humanoid stuff. I don't. It was hard to tell. And, but he only wanted like forty bucks a piece for him, and I should have just fucking bought him. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> you them, you know. But um, yeah, I don't. I I, I don't know. I don't. Know. Where 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 do we end up? Where do we where are we at? Where are we at on all this? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> uh, Florida's not looking good. 
Florida's not looking good. <laughs> I don't know. My th my thing I'm looking at hasn't updated at all. Nothing has changed. <laughs> it's just like, sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they declared uh, Colorado for Biden. Well, there you go. I got New Mexico, Colorado. Illinois. Although I'm, it looks like Pennsylvania and Ohio and Texas are all now going red. Yeah. That's not good. No. So that's pretty much the country there. We're, you know, can't yeah. win without at least two of them, right? On Wisconsin. It's, it's uh, Wisconsin, oh. Michigan. We need them. Uh, you're fucked with Wisconsin. That's that's not happening. Yeah, dude, it's a dumb state now. Michigan it really too. is. <laughs> In my lifetime, I've watched it just become like one of the dumb states. Yeah, it's outside outside of Milwaukee and Madison. It's fucking Arkansas, dude. I'm yeah. pretty sure Illinois is 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 heading in that direction. <laughs> I, I think the entire country is. Well, we're doomed. Yeah, I I I mean, like Illinois, other than Chicago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, know. south of I-80. Yeah. And and it's just sad. It's just I I don't know where I'm going to live. You know, in retirement. I you know I, I'm not not sure. in this country. Yeah, maybe. We're looking. Yeah, yeah. It's no. I'm not going to bring it down. I'm not going to talk about how we're moving to like France or or Portugal or <laughs> something <laughs> something weird. It's watching baseball at weird hours. It's, it's, it's I will be that guy. It's like, honey, come to bed. No, it's the pitchers are warming up. I gotta watch <laughs> all. Caruso. Hey, the White huh? Sox signed a 97. Hundred year old manager <laughs> lead their young. Yeah, it's like Ryan Starf was like, everyone's enjoying this team too much. We have to like. It will be an improvement over what you had. Maybe. I mean. Oh yeah. Yeah. It could be, but yeah. Let's be honest. The man has not managed a game in ten years. The last game that he managed um, was a World Series clincher. I understand that. Listen, I'm I'm trying to remain optimistic about the situation. Yeah. But it is, it's a little weird when it's like this guy hasn't coached in 10 years. All right, so think of it like this. Tony LaRusa is your Joe Biden. It's not who he is. It's who he it's who he brings with it's who he brings with him. It's it's the people that he will surround himself with. Old guys? Old no, dudes. no, no. He'll, no, he'll, he'll. Um, he kind of bought in on the on the saber metrics there, and he'll he'll be fine. It'll be good. It'll be. You're gonna win. You're gonna win. I hope so, man. You're gonna win. It's, it's like, it, it, your, like your pit. Your pitching will be better. I'm like, listen, Tony. I don't give a fuck if Tim Anderson throws his bat in the stands after every ground ball out. Shut the fuck up and let that guy play baseball. Do oh, not fucking Tony's Tony's fine with assholes. He's not <laughs> fine with with young assholes. It's you, if you've proven it, like a lot Tim, of Tim Anderson has proven it. It's if you're a young dick, then then he'll have issues with you. It's, well, it's just. A lot of people have been like, "Oh, great! The guy that doesn't like bat flips is going to the team, team with the most bat flips." Like, what do you mean doesn't like? He was the manager of the fucking Bash Brothers, dude. 
<laughs> well, and that's what I was like. Wait a minute, Conseco, yeah. McGuire, yeah. fucking Dave Stewart. Like it's yeah, it's he managed Ricky Henderson, Ricky yeah. fucking Henderson. I hope it all works out. I, it's, I, it's, I'm a little nervous. I, he is, he is not, the ultimate manager of. He made the bat flip fun, so the, I, they're they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. He's going to fall asleep in the dugout. He's going to fall asleep in the dugout. <laughs> Just let him play. Just let him play, Tony. There's going to be a little Frank Robinson action going on there. It's going to fall. He's going to, and yeah. it may be good. It may be good if he falls asleep. It may be good. Somebody was like. Uh, Oh, well, Larusa can can manage a game in his sleep. Well, I hope so. He might. <laughs> he might. Wow. Yeah. Still going to be younger than the next president of the United States, though. Here's the the moment he was signed. He became the oldest manager in Major League Baseball history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still, still would be younger than the next president of the United States well, and the the past. Three presidents of the United States are all younger than the two people running for president now. Huh? We're talking baseball, not politics. Or we're talking age. (laughs) Uh, My friends are doing great. They got got everything figured out. The who? The Bears? Oh, boy. That's just a train wreck. The Bears? Yeah, I've never. The Bears bought- will never be good until Virginia is dead. <laughs> Kindly old lady. Kindly old lady. Wrinkled <laughs> up old fucking cunt. Yeah. Oh, wow. All I can, all I can uh, say uh, as a Bears fan is that uh, Brett Favre is the greatest Packer <laughs> <laughs> who's ever lived. Jets and, legend. Uh, I, I couldn't Jeff. even I couldn't even hurt my my Viking fan friends by re- referring to him as Vikings legend. I that was beautiful. Jet legend Brett Favre coming out as a as a trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> like gone. You've been banished. You're now banished. Uh, former Jets, former Jet star. I only be, be, before Jay Cutler, who was the all-time leading uh, pass uh, uh, yardage passer at uh, at Soldier Field, mm. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Oh. I uh, I only wish that uh, Brian Urlacher would have played for another team so I could do the same. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh god. Brian Urlacher is like the J.K. Rowling of football players. Just just loved him, and now I just like no. No, please stop. No, dude, I can't. I like. I'm the biggest UFC fan. You know, like I watch. It's like I can't root for any fighters any longer. I just want them all to get brain damage. Like I just want them all to lose. Oh, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. All these dudes getting punched in the head for a living, unsurprisingly, have poorly thought out political beliefs. Yeah, yeah. It's. Did you guys watch SNL this last week? Where where Michael Che is just like. Stop using rappers as the people who speak for all black people. Yeah. Be, it, it, stop, stop that because they're they're all ridiculous. <laughs> Little Wayne does not speak for me. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my wife asked me today. She, we were watching a little bit of the election coverage. She's like, "Why does it matter how you vote? Like, why do people in the South vote Republican all the time?" And I'm like. Cause they're fucking dumb. 
<laughs> they're fucking dumb. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. Lack of education. So yeah, I you know it's like yeah. I apologize to any of our southern fans that aren't dumb, but you're surrounded by a lot of dumb people. Like it's just that that is the it is you know I don't understand why you would vote against your own benefit like you know it's guns and abortion and communism you're afraid they're going to take your guns away you're afraid that you know people are going to kill children and you're afraid that everyone's going to be a cop we're going to live in a communist society if you vote republican yeah you're not very smart because you believe that stuff i don't <laughs> you know it's just it is what it is i don't know ah well we successfully brought it down <laughs> Defended off reality. So, anyone out there that has uh, that has been here tonight to uh, uh, distract yourself as, as we've no tried there's to. No one watching anymore. <laughs> I guess everyone left. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. The the are are we are we are we good? Are we are we? Good? Are we going to announce our book? Our, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Tom, uh, our uh, trade trade talks. Please. Trade talks. We're gonna do we're gonna do prez from 2015, which is a great book. Written by who? <laughs> Mark Russell. I forget the uh, Ben Caldwell's the artist. It's it's Question very funny. Mark. Okay. Question mark. Yeah, it's very funny. I thought for sure you were gonna pick uh, Slaughterhouse Five. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, that, that recently came on Hoopla. I was like, oh, that's, that's got to be Tom's next play. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick thematically to a book. I was like, oh, yeah, I like this book. I forgot about it. Uh, Prez. Nice. Mini series. I do agree with you, Tom, or uh, Chris. We should revisit. Uh, Transmet? Yeah. I think that would be awesome. I'd be happy to to, to, yeah. to transmit sometime. A long time. A lot though. Like it's like eight volumes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, just like transmit volume one or something. Yeah, it doesn't even get good. Like really good to like five. <laughs> like it, that's a great fucking series. Transmit is like just a great, great fucking comic book series. That is Warren Ellis yeah. at his best. It's well, I mean, if you're a Hunter S. Thompson fan and a Warren Ellis fan, and and was a Derek Robinson, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it's kind of you know Ellis and Robinson at their kind of like hungry best point mm -hmm. of their their career, and yeah, it's 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 awesome. It's an awesome series. All right, so Prez, Prez in a couple of weeks, yeah, yeah. And, and catch up on some uh, Transmet. We'll maybe. Chit chat about that as well. Hopefully, uh, we're not all enlisted in the Civil War. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> the oncoming. Where I'm going to become a prepper. I saw a prepper magazine. So, <laughs> right too late. So I, I did. I'm I'm very proud. This is the this is the white middle aged Wisconsinite weekend. Was that I helped clear out the basement and set up my fermentation and dehydration station in the in the basement. So I've got my 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 whole prepper station um, set up. I'm very excited. Making sauerkraut and kombucha down there. Damn. Yeah. Woo. 
living that life. Exciting shit, guys. Yeah. Exciting. Nice mango kombucha. Fermenting, Fermenting pickling. <laughs> you can can that. Yeah. Changing flavors left and right. Kombucha is like, I think I'd rather die than... than... <laughs> Here's the key. A little bit of vodka. There's not a, there's not enough vodka in the world for me to fucking drink something. I you're you're know. getting a buzz and you're being healthy and adding Are probiotics. You, is there really any proof that kombucha helps anything? Probiotics, I mean, baby. Probiotics. I mean, it makes probiotics. No I will end. I will end my discussion with probiotics. Listen, if there was any evidence that 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 it actually worked, why is there so many COVID cases in like the hipster capitals of the world? Portland, it's not. It's not because it's not because of the kombucha. It's good gut. Good gut strength, man. Good for your tummy. All right, you keep believing that. I mean. <laughs> I got my SCOBY is going crazy. You guys want part of a SCOBY? You want to start your own, you know, kombucha club? What is a SCOBY? Yeah, I, That's the really disgusting thing in the jar of the 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 sweet tea that, that helps make it kombucha. Yeah. Look it up. It's really disgusting. Um, I'm going to be honest. Really fucked up. <laughs> You take uh, this disgusting thing and you put it in a jar of tea, and now it's kombucha. I mean, just, just, just wait a week. Project. Just wait a week. It's great. Yeah, yeah. My sauerkraut's much better. Oh, I'd get in on that. Yeah, yeah. Good, down on the kraut. So up on the kraut, down on the kombucha. Yeah. All right, well, folks, uh, thank you for thank you for uh, letting us uh, entertain ourselves on our election night special. Uh, if you're watching this uh, on video, please uh, know that we also release this as an audio podcast. So while you're out uh, walking around or driving around in the world, you can uh, tune in and listen to Around Comics. Uh, if you'd like to uh, buy some swag, you can do that uh, at. Uh, what is it? In, it what, what, what's the address, Sal? Groundcomics.com slash shop. Although nobody's bought anything. Do I need to buy like a coffee cup or something? I don't know what's going on. Like, I thought, I think we have some pretty cool sh stuff. Yeah, what the fuck, guys? Yeah. What some the swag. Okay. So we go, go buy a, go buy a, a, a coffee cup or a hoodie or a hat, you know, for your loved one for Christmas, you know, because. <laughs> Because that's exactly what they want. Uh, you can contact us at info at aroundcomics.com. You can chime in on the on the Facebooks and the Twitter and the TikTok. We're on TikTok, right? Working on it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. I got uh, the, first round, <laughs> the first round comics dance will be like in a week. I'm going like... to keep bringing it up, you know. Listen, feel free to fucking start a TikTok. I mean, <laughs> feel free. You're the, you know, I mean, I'm almost 50. I don't think they allow me on TikTok at this point. You might hurt something. Tom's the young one. Tom, get your get your kids to start a, a around comics TikTok. You do a kick, you do a TikTok dance and just fall down, just like mm -hmm. writhing on the ground. Like, 
Ah, ah, my back. My, my back. My back. Uh, we have any other uh, regular announcements or anything like that? I think we're good. Um, I'm trying to think. Do I have an email? Do I have any? Uh... Oh, some emails would be good. I'll do an email before I leave. Let me see. I don't think I do. Move around comics. No, no email. Nobody emailed us. Wow. Who cares? Nobody loves us. Yeah. That's I keep funny. seeing people like today on Twitter. Wait, around mm-hmm. comics is is back? They're doing shows again. I'm like, yes. Oh, I know. You're doing yeah. what? Are you not paying attention? Jesus Christ, we've done like 50 fucking shows this year. You know what? After the election, I think things are gonna take off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people are just exhausted they're just exhausted alright well guys um, thank you for spending a couple hours on election night with me so I didn't completely go off the rails I think I'm going to go watch uh, another episode of Counterpart very upset because I found out that it did not get renewed for a, a third season no, uh, but I'm going to yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to watch but it's a complete show like it's, 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 it's after season two you're good it's pretty complete, yeah. Okay. I'm more disappointed that Mindhunter is not coming back. Yeah, that's a bummer. That really bummed me out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but like, there's got to be another season of The Bachelor, right? Yeah. You know what I'm really hoping for next season? Uh, no. The Apprentice. Huh. That was... That was... All right. I'm really hoping that gets renewed. Really, <laughs> really fucking hoping that gets renewed. I hope All right. Did they do with Arnold Schwarzenegger already? <laughs> no. No. no ratings, so. All right, guys. I love you. Uh, we'll be back. Are we going to do this? Are we, are we back on Sunday? Are we doing Tuesdays? What is it? Tuesdays work for me. Tuesdays work for me. I'm fine with Tuesdays. I kind of like Tuesdays. I, I, I like Tuesdays comic book day but tom what it works for you better Tuesday works for me i like it let's do tuesday nights that's all right yeah tuesdays tuesdays is good i'm not curling um i it means i can start drinking heavily on on sunday um yeah yeah. i I gotta be honest sunday nights it was kind of a drag (laughs) it was i'm just like like, i don't i don't want to do anything i just want to sit here and and yeah Episode of something. I had to stop drinking at like four and sober up. Uh, it was good. awful. It was terrible. All right, and, then so I would, and then I wouldn't. And then Sal would be like, dude, stop talking over me. What? Are you drunk? And I'm like, well, yeah. Sorry. It's Sunday night at like eight o'clock. What do you think? Of course I am. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back next Tuesday. It's a problem, Chris. I didn't. I, I, oh, I, it's a problem. Have you not been around the last four years? I thought you had things under control. No, 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 no. Functioning alcoholic. <laughs> well, that's debatable. I don't know. Functioning is uh, mm-hmm. a broad term. It All is. Right, next it is. Tuesday. All right, so next Tuesday. So we'll be back uh, next Tuesday, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. Uh, please send us some uh, some correspondence. We love hearing from our listeners and viewers out there. And, uh, yeah, let us know what you've been um, uh, enjoying, what you've been reading, and uh, what you're excited about out there. Uh, in the meantime. In between time. We'll be everywhere in and around the- Got it. Yeah, <laughs>
Comics.